Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. Our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 144 on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who, who subdueth my people that is under me. Lord, what is man that thou hast such respect unto him, or the son of man that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught, his time passeth away like a shadow. O thy heavens, O Lord, and come down, touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning, and tear them, shoot out thine arrows, and consume them. Send down thy hand from above. Deliver me and take me out of the great waters from the hand of strangers. Whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon a ten-string lute. Thou hast given victory unto kings, hast delivered David thy servant from the peril of the sword. Save me and deliver me from the hand of strangers whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of iniquity. That our sons may grow up as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple. That our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store. That our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields. That our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no decay, no leading into captivity, and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case. Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the 7th chapter of the 2nd book of Samuel. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, What am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight, O Lord God. And you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of man, O Lord God? Now what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. For your word's sake and according to your own heart, you have done all these things to make your servant know them. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And who is like your people, like Israel, the one nation on the earth whom God went to redeem for himself as a people to make for himself a name and to do for yourself great and awesome deeds for your land before your people whom you redeemed for yourself from Egypt, the nations and their gods. For you have made your people Israel your very own people forever and you, Lord, have become their God. And now, O Lord God, the word which you have spoken according to your servant and concerning this house, establish it forever and do as you have said. So let your name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel. And let the house of your servant David be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore your servant has found it in his heart to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this goodness to your servant. Now therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue before you forever. For you, O Lord God, have spoken it, and with your blessing let the house of your servant be blessed forever. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 46th verse of the first chapter 
of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on, them, is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our two stories today, one from David and Magnificat, have the similar theme of two people who are praising God for is visiting them in a particular way. The chapter seven of Second Samuel is significant because it, it contains uh, the promise before the passage we read of, of God to David that his throne would endure forever <clears throat> and his descendants would, would, uh, would rule in Israel. And, but it, what's interesting about it is that Second uh, Samuel seven begins with David deciding that he's going to build a house for God, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to build a house. And, and the prophet Nathan says, yeah, okay, that's great. Go do it. But then God says to Nathan, no, he's not going to build a house. And uh, and we're told in Chronicles is because David was a man of blood. So his son's going to build a house. So David, Nathan goes back and tells David, you're not going to build me a house. I'm going to build you a house and your descendants are going to. And, and so what's interesting, that story by David is his faith to accept God telling him, you're not going to do what, I, what you wanted to do. And accepting that and turning that into praising God for what God is doing. Um, in, in Luke, it's interesting that, that Mer the Magnificat, when we look at it, that it comes after Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, confirms the blessedness of Mary and, and, and the child she is bearing. And that leads into Magnificat, which is kind of a, a, po a prophetic poem that Mary utters thematically chronicling the, the sort of contours of what's happening, the putting down the mighty, the exalting, the humble and meek. 
And the Old Testament reference, the clearest Old Testament reference for Magnificat is Hannah's song, which is in 1 Samuel chapter 2. And the, the, the themes are, are similar. Hannah was a woman who could not have children. She was married to a man. There was another wife who had lots of children and used to taunt her. And so she prayed to God that he would give her uh, a child, and God did, and Hannah uttered this song. But it, it's, a, it has a, it's a theme, the theme of Hannah's song resonates beyond just her personal battle with her rival, because the child she gives birth to is Samuel. And Samuel comes into Israel in First and Second Samuel, and he's a humble child who comes to the temple, and the temple at the time of the Samuel's birth is corrupt. Uh, the priest Levi has lost control of his sons who are taking bribes and doing all kinds of bad things. And so Samuel's entry into the temple um, foreshadows the overthrowing of that corrupt regime and the raising up of Samuel as, as the prophet who pronounces the, the, the overthrow of that regime. And ultimately then Samuel anoints David to be the king, the true king who, who, who reigns over Israel. So the thematic correspondence to Magnificat is that Mary is, is uttering the same kind of praises for God's visiting of her. And Jesus is, is going to enter into the corrupt regime of Israel, the corrupt temple as the humble first child, then young man who eventually overthrow that regime with the complete destruction of the temple in AD 70 and replacing it with a new covenant regime where Jesus is King of King and Lord of Lords. And this is a biblical theme that God continually puts down the mighty from their seats. That is those who proudfully rebel against his rule and he exalts the humble and meek, those who like Mary, and this is why Mary epitomizes the church, receive the word of God and say, okay, be it unto me according to thy, to thy word. And we should note that this is, David has the same characteristic in his life. He always, he doesn't always do the right thing, but whenever the word of God is clear to him, he accepts it, whether it be to do it or to repent from what he has done. And so for us, this is the thematic, you know, part you know aspect of our own faith is that is that God promises to um as we receive his word in humility and do what he calls us to do he he exalts us and through our obedience to his word he overthrows the enemies we face the world the flesh the devil and all the obstacles we face and 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 causes us in Christ to be victorious over these things through this, this humble faith. And that's just the overall theme of the Bible. So Magnificat is not just uh, an isolated hymn of praise, but it's, and, and we come to evening prayer and we pray that at evening prayer, we pray it right after the first lesson where we receive the word of God as Mary received this word from God. And we utter Magnificat in, you know, sort of in, in the example of Mary who epitomizes the church praising God for receiving his word and for the victory that this, this portends. And what is interesting about it as a closing note is that in both uh, Hannah's song in 1 Samuel and in Magnificat, there's this praise of God for what this victory he's accomplished, but it really hasn't been accomplished yet. Mary's saying he's put down the mighty from the 
in their seats. He's exalting the humble and meek, but you know, Jesus isn't even born yet. So the, but the victory of God, because God has spoken and we received his word, is absolutely sure and certain. As, as we say in the canticle, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. It will accomplish what I say. So when we receive his word in faith, we can rejoice as though it's already accomplished because God is true to his word. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessity. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Thursday. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Don. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, you too. <laughs>